Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Juice's Random Podcast, where I keep it random and 100 with you all, ranting about whatever's on my mind for the day. You already know what to go, Juice. What is going on, guys? I hope everybody is doing well. That was like take three of the intro. I'm, I think from now on, I'm just going to keep everything in here and pretend like I'm, like you guys will see, like maybe I'll just leave in the bloopers. I don't edit any of this. I just re-record it to help me get my thoughts across, um without trying to ramble or like not I would, okay ramble is not the word I'm looking for uh I I don't want to like scramble all my words and then get everything messed up and then it doesn't just it just you can't understand what I'm talking about so without further ado I kind of want to start off this episode with giving a shout out to my friend John thank you so much for sending me the voice message I truly appreciate it uh, I was actually going to send you a voice message back, but I figured that I could just respond to that message on an episode considering that you listen to these. So, like I said, thank you once again for sending me some feedback, and I still plan on doing the worst first impressions. I wanted to make that a miniseries when I first put the episode out. That was actually my thought uh, before I told you my worst first impression. And I also feel like people don't talk about the, their worst first impressions or anything worst for that matter. So why not give you something that I felt would be the worst first impression for myself. I've probably had more than that, but as of my recollection, that was what I wanted to talk about at the time. And you guys know that I like to rant. I like to speak with all honesty as much as possible i don't edit any of these episodes it's all raw it's unedited straight from the hip i guess um i do actually have a couple things i want to read to you guys as well so this podcast may or may not be short it all depends but i am going to be reading at least two things um if you guys want me to read more than two feel free to let me know if you like how everything is going so far let me know i want to emphasize feedback is very important also if you guys have anything that you want you want to have me rant about other than you know like worst first impressions i'm talking about like other things like coffee or uh anything random at this point i will figure out a way to rant about it and that's just because i'm that awesome anyway uh, let's see. I have a couple things here. I think the last thing I read to you guys was, like, old friends and new friends. You caught me at a bad time. Um, uh, and, like, I'm running out of trust these days. So, I've got... I've actually got quite a couple here. The... I, I kind of want to save the silly one for a, a later time. So, once this ad decides to disappear, it would be great to read you other ones so i changed up the you caught me at a bad time now if you haven't heard of that one before you are in luck because this is kind of like the updated version and if i did not however uh read this to you guys before hey here you go because i the thing with me is like i forget a lot of stuff so, the only reason why I forget a lot of stuff is because I'm trying to remember everything for everybody else. And the only reason why I have to remember everything for everybody else is because they always forget. And when I remind them, 
they're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, you know, so it, it's just become a thing. I'm really trying not to remember anything for anybody else other than myself, because the last thing I need to do is forget everything that I need to, especially if it's important, just because I'm trying to help out other people, which is also another thing that I want to rant about a little bit about after I read you guys the, you caught me at a bad time. Now, how it starts off. You caught me at a bad time. Why? My anxiety likes to run. My, my depression likes to jump high. Right into and straight through the loop. Yes, of the loop. To be a pest and pessimistic to boot. Uh, I hope, let, me, let me try that again because I felt like I didn't um, enunciate correctly. So, you caught me at a bad time. Why? My anxiety likes to run. My depression likes to jump high. Right into and straight through the loop. Yes, of the loop. To be a pest and pessimistic to boot. So yes, you caught me at a bad time. I'm over here trying, but it feels more difficult to battle. Isn't that the point to rattle to enjoy the mashup? If it was easy, you wouldn't know what a struggle looks like. Gotta go practice in order to master your channel. That's the learning even with the mental. The illness, making you that much stronger knowing you'll defeat it. Time to deal the cards, but be sure to leave some room to get over the fence and spar. Be sure to punch hard. Let it fall to the line. That's not blood, that is Kool-Aid. Gotta grab the mop to clean it up in your spare time, cause you caught me at a bad time. Why? My anxiety likes to run, my depression likes to jump high, into and straight through the loop, yes of the loop, to be a pest and pessimistic to boot. Pessimistic to boot, by the way, I've messed that up. But that one is the updated version of You Caught Me at a Bad Time. Um, I'm going to read another one to you. I might actually read two more, only because they're short. So, this one is has no title. I started working on this the other day. I don't know where it came from and I'm really big on the whole mental illness thing because I deal with that a lot and you know it's always good to talk about what you experience um, just because you and your buddy if that's the case uh, you know even if you and a friend have the same mental illness as far as anxiety and depression everybody actually goes through all of that very differently um, there are, however, some similarities, uh, but I just like to talk about mine for the most part because it's a little bit more difficult for me be only, like I keep saying because, because there's just so many reasons why I can explain it to you, but the main reason is I've never had to deal with this in such a... Uh, I mean, like, when you're a kid, you probably have anxiety, but that's, like, the normal version of what anxiety actually is. And when you're a kid, you don't really focus on it too much. It all depends on how intense it actually is. Um, but you don't know when you're a kid wh what it is. Like, you, you're going through it, but you don't, ha you don't know the name of it. You don't know the definition of it. You can't further um, go about trying to cope with it or manage it and figure stuff out until you get a little bit older and I probably had anxiety and depression when I was a kid but I was probably unaware of it and now that it's brought more to my attention in a way it has been quite a journey for the past year or so I would say uh, as you guys know I had to deal with my anxiety that was the most intense thing I've ever had to deal with when I first had it. I would wake up in the middle of the night gasping for breath. I wouldn't be able to sleep the majority of the time, even more so, because I also have insomnia. So having all of this is super fun. And um, 
I would wake up in the middle of the night and try to like catch my breath as if I didn't have any. Um, and it would be scary because it felt like I was waking up from a nightmare, but I wasn't. So I would just jolt up out of my sleep, gasp for breath, try to breathe, and then I would even be intimidated to fall back to sleep just because, one, I know that I'm not really going to get any, and two, not wanting to deal with that whole thing all over again. And then I got to a point where I got really sick because I didn't know what was going on. The anxiety was intense. That led up to panic attacks, and then it started to die down after a little while, and then I had to deal with my depression, and it kind of just did its own thing separately. So I had to deal with my anxiety that turned into panic attacks. And then I had to deal with my depression that turned into funks of just being not interested in doing anything, especially when it came to my podcast, when it came to my YouTube channel, when it came to just leaving my house and all of the above. Like, I was just in a whole freaking thing for a while. And yeah, I was seeing a therapist, uh, which I still am seeing. Joel is pretty cool. Uh, it's kind of weird that... One second. I'm texting right now. Somebody asked what I was doing. That's why you heard that little ding in the background. It's probably going to be uh, doing that again. I'm just going to put this on silent just because... Anyway, so I, I had to deal with all of that. And then... After that, I started to deal with out-of-body experiences where everything just didn't feel real to me whatsoever. Like, I knew where I was for, for the most part. And the only reason why I say that is because, yeah, I'm sitting in a chair. I knew I was sitting in the chair. How I got there, have no freaking clue. What am I looking at? I have no freaking idea. I thought I was most for the most part like losing myself and my memory like where am I what am I doing okay now I'm trying to figure out a way to ground myself and you know the out-of-body experiences didn't last very long but it felt like it did so you know one second I'm in the middle of watching tv the next second I just feel like weird the only way to describe that feeling is just straight up weird and you just don't feel alive you don't feel like you're there you feel like everything you're in right now is you watching a movie or everything is happening to you in first person like if you're playing a video game and it just didn't feel real none of it did I, I could look around I could see a dog I knew that it was my dog but it just felt so unrealistic to me it was quite scary but like I said I didn't it felt like it was lasting longer but it only lasted a few minutes and being in that state is just I, overwhelming. I, I, that, that's the word I want to use. I want to use overwhelming because I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I saw a therapist and, I mean, I'm continuing to see a therapist. So all of the stuff that I'm using to help ground myself is working for the most part. I do tend to have, like, little anxiety here and there, but it's, it's on the normal level stuff that like I'm aware that I'm having it but I also am not letting it get to me as bad as I did before because it used to be way more intense than that and uh, I figured out different techniques to use um, the other thing that I want to read to you guys uh, like I said also has to do with like panic attacks and stuff like that so this one is like super short I don't know if I want to tweak it um, but I do, however, want to add more. I'm just not sure at this point where it's going to go for right now. 
give me a couple of days. If I keep thinking about it, I'm probably just going to come up with something as I usually do. So it starts off, we're talking panic attacks. We're walking where depression tracks. While we work so hard, even with our shitty backs. That always hurts when the actions lack. You can't slack or plaque builds up. Riding to the core, you'll always be running out of time and continuing to get stuck. So that's super short. I have no title for that, but that's how that one goes. And this one, I'm probably going to call this Stand Up or Standing Me Up. And... Everybody knows what standing up feels like. You've been stood up or you stood someone up. The feeling is mutual, even if you don't think it is. So when you get stood up, you're angry. You're like, well, not angry. You're upset. You know, you're looking forward to that happening. And then you go to that place that you said you would meet up and then no one shows up. So not only do you feel upset, but you also feel kind of embarrassed, especially if you're not alone uh, depending on the setting so like if you're in a restaurant and you're sitting at the table by yourself that's awkward that's embarrassing you feel more upset because nobody's letting you know anything and it's just frustrating altogether. um so the other end feels the same way weird right but if you look at the other person's perspective despite that you're upset despite the situation you can see where they're upset you can see where they're embarrassed. You can see why they didn't want to talk to you. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons for everything. And it's always nice to try to look at a different view other than your own. Because you're always going to misconstrue the situations rather than trying to understand them. So that way you guys don't end up fighting. Or it ends up in situations that doesn't need to happen. So, this is basically what that kind of like revolves around I want to edit this a little bit more so however I read it to you is how I obviously wrote it um, it's not fixed or anything like that why are you always trying to stand me up I got a lot going on and I'm trying to even just stand up get on my feet look out the door seems so scary to see what's beyond my seat so I stand up and flee my plea is on that the meaning just sounds so astounding I mean outstanding sticking the landing because I keep expanding my vocabulary Arsenal full, but can fit more if I pull. Stretch the fabric. I love creating static. My muse happens to be the magic. It's all about actions, not words. You can speak freely, but the meaning is currently seating you in a different scenery to observe. And that's what I meant by uh, different points of view and getting stood up or standing up or any of the sort that relates to that particular topic. Um... I mentioned this to my therapist the other, the not the last time that I saw him this past week. The previous session that we had, uh, he told me he likes that I have a good perspective on the whole winning and losing aspect or how confrontations end up going rather than how it could go in more of a better way. Um, because a lot of people like to get into situations with anyone and you can't even this could be by yourself this can involve somebody uh, either which way it ends up the same so if you're by yourself and you're doing everything possible to make everything go according to you know pretty much how you want it to go and then it doesn't pan out and you just feel like you can't win 
or you just feel like you're losing. What about if it didn't have to be that way? Why does everything have to be a win or loss? Why does arguments have to be that way? Why does uh, situations that you go through by yourself have to be that way? It doesn't have to. The thing that I feel, in my opinion, is to try to get a better understanding of what's going on to then be able to move forward, um, progress instead of, you know, like digress. I'm, I, I'm not big on like vocabulary as much as I put into my songs, but like, I'm pretty sure, uh, that's the right term. If not, I hope you understand what I mean. Instead of going backwards, you're trying to move forward. Um, and I just feel like nobody has to win and nobody has to lose. I just feel like they're just needs to be an understanding of what's going on so you know when you get into a conversation with somebody it doesn't always have to be bad I feel like I mentioned this to you before in a past episode or a previous episode uh confrontation can be good don't think that oh my god I don't want to I don't want to do this like I hate confrontation um confrontation can go either way and it all depends on you and it could be you and the other person but sing sing like by yourself as a single person in the situation of two people it goes both ways so that person has to think okay confrontation you have to think the confrontation but it all you have to understand that other person has to figure out a way to understand and it all depends on how they work as a person um who they are all together and uh you know Everyone does not like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. I never understood it. I always thought it would end up into something that would make more problems than solve any, for the most part. Like, the situations that I end up in, confrontation is never a good thing. But if you don't figure out a way to talk about it with that person of the situation you both are in, it's never going to get solved. You could lose out on a potential, uh, you could potentially lose out on a good friend or just a really good relationship. And if you don't want that, the confrontation still doesn't have to go south. Uh, you can end it where you both have a mutual understanding of the situation and you would just not rather, you rather just not further that relationship with that person anymore. And then you can go your separate ways and end it on mutual slash good terms um so he likes the fact that i think of that concept that way i also just feel like why is it like why do you have to win why do you have to lose i want to understand i don't want to be like yeah i won that argument i won that fight i won that confrontation no i understood everything that's basically the sole purpose of like the way that i feel situations can go so whenever you get into a fight whenever you get into any kind of confrontation uh or even an argument don't go in it thinking you're gonna win don't go in it thinking you're gonna lose go in thinking of the outcome of comprehending each other's perspective so that way the situation can be dealt with a clear head um, no rational decisions have to be made and stuff like that. 
I mean, you can do what you want, but I feel for me, that's how I would like situations to go in, in my life. Um, because if it goes any other way than that, then that situation was not for me. And I clearly need to move on and do something else. But with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning into another episode of Juice's Random Podcast. Where keep it random and 100 with you all. Ready to go about whatever's on my mind for the day. You already know it's your girl, Juice. And I'll catch you on the flip side.